This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Nissan has been in a tailspin ever since it accused former CEO Carlos Ghosn of stealing and booted him out of the company. And while Nissan is still in trouble, it's starting to show a glimmer of hope. It just posted an operating profit for the most recent quarter, something that surprised the analyst community. It's cutting its manufacturing capacity by 20% and is counting on new models like the Sentra and Rogue to get sales going again. Even so, Nissan expects to lose $5 billion for the year. There's a very interesting article in Bloomberg that reports on how Elon Musk kowtows to the Chinese government at the same time he defies the American government. Musk attacked the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission on Twitter when it sued him over claims he was going to take the company private, which he never did. He hung up on the chairman of the National Transportation Safety Board about an investigation into a fatal accident involving autopilot. And he called California health officials fascists when they shut down Tesla's plant in Fremont, California because of the pandemic. But when Chinese officials called Tesla on the carpet for quality and safety problems, it was a completely different story. Tesla quickly apologized, promised to strictly obey Chinese laws, and agreed to strengthen its internal management procedures. And speaking of Tesla, the EV maker announced it purchased $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin, which sent the price of the cryptocurrency to an all-time high of $44,000. And in an SEC filing, Tesla said it plans to start accepting Bitcoin as payment for its vehicles and other products. And this is not too surprising. Elon Musk has tweeted a number of times about his admiration for cryptocurrency, including Bitcoin. Well, good news if you're in the market for an electric motorcycle in the U.S. market. The federal tax credit for e-motorcycles was supposed to phase out at the end of 2020. However, it's been extended to the end of this year. The tax credit is 10% of the purchase price of an electric motorcycle. However, it's limited to a maximum of $2,500. And to qualify, a bike must be capable of hitting at least 45 miles per hour. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. A month ago, Cadillac revealed details about its future flagship electric sedan, the Celestic. 
As we talked about, it will have an all-glass roof that features smart glass nanotechnology, which can automatically tint or untint glass with the push of a button. Mercedes and McLaren also equipped it in a number of their vehicles several years back. I recently talked with Joe Harari, the CEO of Research Frontiers, the company that developed smart glass technology, and he says not only does it make vehicles more stable, but can also help cut emissions. And one of the interesting things about putting it in the roof, like uh, both uh, Mercedes, McLaren, and, and now Cadillac has done, is that you're taking weight out of the roof too. So you're actually lowering the center of gravity of the car and making it more stable. So you, you actually get more headroom without raising the roof line because of that. And it makes it more comfortable, but it also you know promotes stability. And because you're also reducing the heat coming in and using the air conditioner less, in an internal combustion engine vehicle, you're also reducing CO2 emissions by about four grams per kilometer. So if you look at you know, what's happening in, the, in Europe, especially where the regulations will penalize a car company 95 euros per gram per kilometer if they don't meet the emissions targets, four grams per kilometer is huge. It's 380 euros or $410 per car in avoided penalties. So it's a, it's a very interesting technology that's not only cool, literally and figuratively, but also um, it, uh, it's environmentally friendly and can save, save money as well for the automaker. If you'd like to watch that full interview, just check out the AutoLine exclusive section on our website, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. Jeep's electrification efforts are going way beyond the plug-in hybrid version of the Wrangler and the Gladiator, which was only recently announced. For those that want to do some electric off-roading, Jeep is going to install solar-powered charging stations at iconic Jeep locations like Moab and the Rubicon Trail. While there's not a lot of details to report, we can also tell you the automaker is going to put its plug-in hybrid technology called 4XE into the all-new Grand Cherokee. And it's going to show off an all-electric Wrangler concept at the Easter Jeep Safari. And one last bit of Jeep news. It's not related to electrification, but the brand is coming out with a hands-free driver assistance system later this year, which looks like it's debuting in the new Grand Cherokee. And speaking of future electrification plans, Kia says it wants 40% of its global sales, which translates to roughly 1.6 million vehicles, to be hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or pure electric by 2030. To support that, By 2026, Kia will come out with seven new BEVs based on its eGMP platform, the first of which will launch later this year. It will also come out with four new EV models based on existing ICE vehicles in that same time frame. The automaker has ambitious goals for its purpose-built vehicles, or PBVs as well. These are just specialized vehicles like for delivery services, that will ride on a PBV-dedicated skateboard platform. Kia is targeting sales of a million units by 2030. Its other main pillar for expansion is mobility services, which includes a new mobility concept where vehicles could be used for businesses during the week and rented to individuals on the weekend. Kia plans to invest $26 billion to reach its goals. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. 
Intrepid Control Systems, Over-the-Air Engineering, Boost Your Game, Borg Warner, Propulsion Solutions that Support a Clean, Energy-Efficient World, and by SAP Industry Cloud for Automotive. While battery electric vehicles are getting all the headlines these days, sales of hybrids are doing much better. BEV sales went up 30% over the last three months in the U.S., but sales of hybrids, including plug-in hybrids, shot up 58%. Hybrids outsell BEVs 2.5 to 1. Toyota, including Lexus, dominate the segment. Honda and Acura are far behind, but they're ahead of Ford and Lincoln. Hyundai and Kia are fourth on the list, but their sales are down significantly. And Volvo's hybrid sales shot up dramatically thanks to the XC90 plug-in. Many news outlets count plug-in hybrids as part of the EV sales, but we don't because, well, they're hybrids. With piston engines and all the other stuff you will never find in a battery electric vehicle. To show off the capability of its fuel cell system, Toyota partnered with Kenworth to drive a Class 8 semi-truck to the summit of Pikes Peak in Colorado. The companies replaced the diesel powertrain in Kenworth's T680 truck with a modified version of Toyota's fuel cell system equipped in the Mirai. In the truck, it provides 470 horsepower and 350 miles of range. The drive to the 14,115-foot summit is 12.3 miles long and features more than 150 turns. The company successfully drove the prototype to the top of the peak multiple times over the course of two days to test its limits. Toyota and Kenworth are using the data and feedback from the test to help refine the fuel cell system. And don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday when our guest will be Tony Greco, the program manager at Ford for the Raptor. We got a bunch of questions from you last week when we had Tony Roma, the chief engineer on the Cadillac V-Series Blackwing cars. And if you've got questions about the new Raptor, send an email to viewermail at autoline.tv or send us a tweet to at autoline. But that's it for today. Thank you for watching.